0: Hi, and welcome to Influence Marketing Talks, brought to you by Cure Media, the leading influence marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer marketing in the digital age and all things influence marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Frida Eckholm, Social Media Manager at Cure Media. And in this week's episode, we're proud to present Healy Fleetwood, Marketing Director at Poulanopedret. A leading heritage brand for high-quality kids wear in the Nordics, that has been around since 1976. Healy will share insights on how to reach female millennials with kids, an audience that is the number one target for many brands out there today. We will also hear Healy's thoughts on how an established brand like themselves stays top of mind as the competition increases, and how to turn new customers into loyal buyers. Finally, we will discuss two hot potatoes in the industry, namely whether it's right or wrong for influencers to include their kids in their social posts and how to communicate around sustainability in a way that is credible. Hi and welcome to the podcast, Heli. It's so fun to have you here. And for those who don't know so much about you or Polan & Piret, can you start by telling us a bit about yourself and the company?
1: Thank you. It's really nice to be here. Um I'm working as a marketing director at Polan and & Piret. And uh, Polan & Piret is a children's wear brand uh, and we are really well known for our outerwear and we've been um, established or already for 45 years and the brand started with a sustainable focus so it's really great to work with this today and continue the the work that's been done for a long time
0: that's such a long time and it's great with the sustainability approach right now because it's a lot of um a lot of conversations about that yes and from your experience, what can brands do to manage to stay, stand out from the crowd in today's noisy marketing landscape? And how should you communicate in order to attract your audience of parents?
1: Yeah, this is tricky. It's, uh, it's a lot of buzz out there. Uh, there's a lot of communication and you're getting all these messages from everywhere. Uh, and I think that uh, what's important is to stay true to the brand. Uh, and we think it's important to be transparent, honest and consistent in the communication. Uh, and then you stand out in the long run because you're true to yourself um, instead of uh, maybe b- getting stressed about what everybody else is doing.
0: Yeah, and you managed to do that really well. And I know that the the millennial audience, especially, is very keen to uh, answering to this transparent message uh, from companies and brands. So, as an established brand, I know that you have many loyal customers that come back year after year. How do you, at Poland and Period, stay top of mind among your audience when competition increases? As you said, it's a it's a noisy market. And also, how do you reach new customers uh, and manage to turn them into local buyers?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, we have a lot of lawyer customers. Uh, there's a lot of people uh, who love the brand. Uh, we are very well known for our stripes, so this is something that you often see in in the today's landscape. It's it's important to to find the customer where they are. So I think influence marketing is a great tool for that. Uh, you you get to uh, interact with the customer. Uh, you get to show what the brand stands for in another way. You can. Together with influencers, for example, create content to show how the products actually work or how good the outerwear is when, when playing outside and how it, for example, stands for rain and, and you can play outside despite the weather. Um, and then, then you get the true connection with the brand. So, so that yeah. is that is. Uh, uh, how how the uh, content is really authentic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah it really is. And influencer marketing is a great channel for branding and communicating what you stand for as a brand. Yeah. So how do you work with influencer marketing and where do you see the success factors?
1: Yeah, it's uh, really important uh, for us uh, since um, we need to all the time reach new customers. Um, and, it, and influencer marketing is a great way to reach out um, to new target groups. And um, we uh, have children's were from uh, only up to 10 years. So we need to all the time find the new uh, customers with their first baby. And it, and there is a nice way to get connected with the customers uh, uh, early on. Uh, and I think that their influence master marketing is uh, playing a big role um, because a lot of the new mothers are, are looking for others in the same situation. Yeah. And when it comes to influencer marketing, um, we have another uh, kind of approach. So we have not been working with uh, discount codes. Um, This is something that we're doing uh, in our campaigns uh, generally. Uh, We are um, working with less discounts. uh, And in influencer marketing, the discount codes have been kind of a hot topic. And uh, I understand that because it makes it easy to follow. Um, But um, for us, it's important to more Uh, build with the content uh, instead of uh, the discounts
0: yeah and I know that you're working with a long-term approach and has moved away from the short-term campaigns also for example Uh, what is your thoughts on that
1: Yeah, it's been uh, working really well. Uh, We've been trying to turn it around uh, for a while, uh, since you can see all these discounts coming from everywhere. Like uh, now, for example, for Black Friday, we didn't do a discount. uh, And this is what we want to do going uh, forward. Uh, and when you when you stick to it, uh, it it's scary, <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's tough when you see all the others doing the discounts. But um, but we believe that uh, the quality clothes uh, in the long run uh, will win, and 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 we hope that uh, the customers will see the benefit of the clothes being able to used for a longer time, uh, and maybe then uh, sold onwards or on inherited um, or passed on to the next child.
0: Yeah, yeah. the long-term approach when it comes to influence marketing is really key to success. Uh, at least we at Cure Media have seen that uh, from our experience. Uh, because you manage to stay, as you mentioned, top of mind uh, for the customers all the time when they're uh, planning uh, to buy uh, kids' clothes. And a hot topic in the influencer marketing scene right now is whether influencers should include their kids or not in their posts. What is your take on this issue? And what do you think is important for kids' retail brands to consider here?
1: Yeah, we have been starting to see a lot of this. Uh, it started in Sweden, but it's uh, gone further already in other uh, European countries, for example. Uh, for example, we work with Germany, and there uh, you don't want to at all uh, show the children anymore um, with their faces. Yeah, yeah and we are adjusting uh, it's, it's been working for us you can see the kids maybe they're playing and you don't see their faces uh, and we really want to respect the choice of the parents uh, or the older kids can choose themselves if they want to be shown on social media so, so we think that it's important to to find other ways uh, to work with this um, and we always go with the children first so we, we want to be, do what's best for them
0: yeah, that sounds like a really good approach, and it sure is a tricky question. And as you said, it's interesting that it can differ from market to market very much. So there, it's important that you have this market, um, this local market knowledge. And a big asset that comes from influencer marketing is the beautiful content. In which ways do you at Polan and Pyret incorporate this influencer-generated content into your other channels? for example, organic social channels and your website? And what effects can you see from this?
1: Um, since we use influencer marketing already as a part, so we so we plan uh, to have it as a part of the campaign, uh, and then we lift it in our social media and on the website uh, quite often. Uh, here we can do more. I think uh, more like a 360 approach going forward, where the, where the campaign, where influencer marketing or influencer activation will be, a normal part of a campaign um, where you plan that oh this is something that we will uh, produce in-house and and this is what we will produce through the influencers so you get a better mix you you get a better um, uh, mix of kids more content and uh, and a better reach so we're working with it but uh, yes there's still a lot to improve
0: yeah, I think you're doing a great job. And I know there's a lot of brands that haven't um, managed to handle this area yet. They just do influencer, influencer marketing collaborations and then they don't leverage on this content, which is beautiful. And it's content that the millennial and Gen Z generation responds really well to. So I really think uh, that is the future. As, as you say, you manage to mix that content into your other strategies and marketing channels. And yeah
1: yeah and you can bring the real life more uh, into the campaign and and this is for us as a brand uh, very important um, so it's not just a fixed uh, nice campaign images it's it's uh, we we're, we're there for everyday life
0: yeah, they're beautiful. I would really recommend our listeners to jump into your social channels and check it out and finally, another hot hot topic in the industry right now is sustainability, and we touched upon this in the beginning but and I know that Poland and Pirit is doing a great job here and you're really in, um, in lead. Can you give any examples of what you're doing within this area and what you think is important when it comes to communication around sustainability?
1: Yeah, we are working it with different approaches. Uh, as I mentioned also, the quality part uh, and the, how the clothes can be passed on. This is really important for us. And we're, we're working with something that we call uh, three kids in every garment at least. Uh, this means that every garment, such, every clothing item should be used at least uh, for three kids uh and and this is something that we we can show uh since we have items that we've passed along for years um, and and for example uh, myself i had a uh, bought um a baby body uh in 2008 uh i, I bought it from uh, second hand uh and now it's been used for five kids
0: oh wow and it's That's still amazing. it's still in
1: great condition and now we will save it for we won't be able to pass it along so (laughs) we will save it for for our kids i think
0: (laughs) wow that really stands for great quality for sure
1: And as a part of that, we've started the second hand in all our stores in in the Nordic countries and um, it's been uh, received really well by our customers. Uh, We started with the outerwear uh, and it was a success and we've added now uh, other items like jeans, uh, wool, uh, and uh, now all uh, baby clothes can be returned. Uh, When you return it, you get a voucher um, and it's really uh, been working really well and, and we been getting really nice feedback uh, for this uh, service so we, we're trying to um, work with the sustainability aspects in in different ways
0: yeah and when we talked earlier I just need to mention this you, you said that some garments in the second hand shop are up to 25 years old and that's crazy good
1: yeah we've been seeing items that we Didn't know existed, Uh, and and you have to check for the label. Is this really pun and pun? So yeah it's been uh, it's been fun we we had these jeans jackets coming back from two twins uh, they were 25 years old uh, and I think some of the items are like 30 years old uh, so yeah some of them we might have to keep and not sell forward
0: <laughs> yeah that's so unique yeah. and the three kids in each uh, each garment or a clothing item you you said you're measuring this uh, among your members how how do you measure that
1: yeah, we sent out a survey uh, asking uh, how um, how our customers pass the items along and, and how they uh, feel that they how many times they can use them. Um, and there uh, for this um, for, for last year's survey, so we had sixty three percent of our uh, members said that they use the garments, our outerwear, um, in this in this question for at least uh, three kids, and this is a great result. Um,
0: yeah it sure is and it's very nice to see that you're measuring this and following up as well it must be a nice uh, customer experience for them as well to get this question
1: yeah Uh, and as a complement to that we don't want them just to be used and passed along we're also trying to make the clothes last longer uh, for each child so so we're making these new um uh, we, we had this new um, outerwear called FlexiSize, so you can extend the garment. So you can use it for a longer time for every kid. Then then you can put it back into the uh, starting point and, and, and use it again. This is uh, also uh, fantastic because it gives a great value to the item.
0: Yeah, it really does. So interesting
1: to hear. And kids grow so fast. So it's, it's, it's pretty p- practical to be able to extend the clothes. We're doing this even, even for our other uh, clothes. So you can extend the sleeves, for example, on a shirt.
0: Wow, that's so cool. You have a lot of good initiatives going on. And uh, I'm sure that will, uh, we will see more of this uh, in the coming years as well. Thank you, Heely, for joining the podcast today. It was a pleasure talking to you and hearing about Poland and Pyret and how you work with your marketing.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. It was nice to talk to you.
0: This was all for today, but the content doesn't end here. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, what's up on the consumer marketing scene, and of course, all things social media and influencer marketing, make sure you follow us on our social media platforms at Cure Media.